This is The Mindful and the Messy with Roxy and Sarah. Welcome to The Mindful and the Messy, honest, real-life chats on living and loving our lives. Welcome back to The Mindful and the Messy, and today we're chatting about making friends as an adult, or finding friends, I guess, as well. (laughs) Finding and then making them exciting because we have our first guest ever today very exciting (laughs) who is our guest there (laughs) her name is Chantel Mm -hmm. hi (laughs) Um, and Chantel is actually my cousin and also friends with Roxy we've all had our times hanging out in South Africa and in Canada. And, in Canada, yep. <laughs> and Australia. Oh, and Australia. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. came to Australia in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Wow. Crazy. I, I, I forgot you guys saw each other there. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and like Chantel, in my opinion, is really good at making friends. So we'll probably get into that later. But mm. when I see her, I've always thought of her as being someone who is really good at making friends and putting herself out there to make friends. So I think it's kind of perfect that she's here for this episode and we'll just see what she has to say throughout. Yeah. Well, welcome Chantel. It's very nice to see you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, this episode, I, I like that we came up with this idea and it was interesting that when we did our polls, this was, I think on both of us, the most popular the most yeah. popular topic to chat about, which I was kind of surprised about. But I think it is a good one to chat about because it is a little bit vulnerable. It is a little bit uncomfortable. And like finding friends as an adult is a definitely different experience to finding them as a teenager or in high school or at uni. Whereas your, you know, your circle of friends are your just closest friends. Whereas I found as an adult, either letting go of those friendships, which we'll get into more as well, but also how do you find friends that you actually connect with and you want to spend your time with, I found to be a little bit more difficult as an adult. Yeah, and I think it it is as you get older, it does seem like it's quite natural that your friends, your friend group gets smaller and mm. it does start to become more limited but I also think there is some truth to what you're saying definitely in my own experience that also our boundaries change and our what we want in friendships changes um so there's definitely this shift in like what we're trying to get out of a friendship but also you're right it feels way scarier to try and make friends as an adult at least for me yeah, definitely. What about you, Chantelle? I mean, you've been, you're good at making friends. Have you found though that since like high school or whatever, where friends were just kind of the people that you hung out with, have you found it easier to make friends or have you also found it hard? Like what's been in your experience um, with it? Honestly, I've always found it pretty easy until I'd say like the last couple of years. Mm. I feel like I was in a bit of a rut with making friends. I was kind of saying to Sarah, like I've had mm a solid group of my friends I grew up with, I went to high school with, we're all still good friends. So when I go home, I see them. Mm. And I mean, it's only like once or twice a year. Right. Mm. But then in Whistler, I have my, a solid group of friends that I work with all of my friends. Yeah. So they kind of just automatically became my friends like Mm. five years ago. And so it's like, not that they were forced onto me, but it just naturally (laughs) happened. Yeah. (laughs) I love those friends, but 
I've recently been starting to notice that I'm really not in alignment with a lot of those friends. Mm. Like we don't have a lot of the same interests Mm. and I'm craving that alignment with my friends and meeting people that are into yoga and spirituality and like the outdoor as opposed to just like food and beverage people who want to go partying all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So I've definitely been noticing myself like craving over the last couple of years, wanting to branch out and not just be stuck in that one group and trying to make friends that, you know, have the same interests as me as well. Mm, That's such a good point. And I think what I was going to mention as well, which is great that you brought it up already is a lot of people make friends from their workplace. And I kind of see that very similar to making friends, I suppose, in high school. Like, as you said, not forced upon you, but you're in the same environment and you make friends with them. But a lot of people now are working from home as well. So they're not having that um, kind of workplace friendships maybe nearly as much. But it's it's great that you also mentioned that your values change. And I think yeah. for me that's been the biggest thing as an adult is finding a shift in my values and my friends not reflecting those same values. And I find it really hard. So I went through, um, Sarah, I don't know if you remembered, when I was in South Africa, I was actually really anxious about coming back to Australia because of my friends. And I was so not wanting to come home because I just knew that I didn't fit in with them anymore. And I didn't really want to stay friends with them because my whole life felt like it had changed from traveling so much and seeing so much. And I came home and everyone seemed to be the same. And my values had really changed, but I didn't have any friends that kind of shared those values. And I found it really difficult to try and almost pretend like I hadn't changed and that these friendships were going to just be the same as they used to be. So I think the value shift is, yeah, definitely a big thing for me as well. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking too, Chantal, when you were talking there, I thought the same thing, like it is a value shift and exactly what you Mm -hmm. were saying and what you're saying there, Roxy, like that's what I've seen happen in my own life as well is I start to care more about, I start to want certain things in my life for nurturing myself. And I want the people in my life to reflect those things as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I do think it's good to have people in your life who challenge your beliefs as well but there's certain things that are non-negotiable you know and and if there's activities you want to be doing and you want your friend group to want to do them as well um but yeah I'd say also like along with the the line of values I think my values have shifted as well in that there's certain injustices in the world that I'm not willing to to put up with and I get less patient like I want a friend group who also feels the same way and wants to like stand up for what is right as well um so yeah definitely it changes as we get older and I I think most people would resonate with that yeah mm-hmm. and the boundary yeah. thing I guess that kind of comes back to the boundaries that you were talking about there that your boundaries change as you know from high school or from when you're younger to when you get older like what you're talking about like more activism things or more things that you really stand for you have a stronger boundary there that if say for instance if someone was super racist you're not going to be friends with them and it's like that's the kind of boundary that it differs when you get older that you have 
you really, I think it comes down to you really knowing your values and yeah. knowing what you won't change for or, or knowing what you can't really be around without feeling like it's going to influence you somehow or, you know, something like that. Yeah. I was going to say, talking about boundaries as well, um, I have a friend who I've been really good friends with since grade nine, and mm. I feel like I kind of let them walk all over me a lot. Yeah. And I didn't, I never stood up for myself, but as I get older, I don't take that shit. I stand up for myself. I say what I want to say. And now it's like, it's reflected on me as I'm the bad person because I won't let them talk to me like that. And now I'm the biatch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, you can swear on this podcast. We do it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, no, I'm just standing up for myself now because now I know my boundaries. Mm. That's such a good point. And that's tricky as well because oh, that's yeah that's happened to me as well especially if we go back to the whole letting go of friendships so yeah I found it really difficult there was as we t- uh, chatted about before um Sarah about that kind of guilt of letting go of friendships that um you know are no longer in alignment it does feel it, it can just be a bit awkward because it's not sometimes necessarily that anybody's done anything wrong, but you're just not on the same page anymore. And having those firm boundaries and being like is I think is such a good thing to have, but can be can be difficult in friendships to have those strong boundaries. But Yeah. Yeah. I think it's triggering for the other person a lot of the time which makes sense like if they feel like they're losing a friend right when you're already probably at an age where you're losing friends (laughs) then Mm. it can be quite hard as well and I've gone through that same situation as Chantel too um and I think also like it's interesting because I'm thinking as Chantel and I are talking there's like this element of distance with us as well like Mm. physical distance so we both live across the country and Canada, you know, is a huge country. So we live pretty far away from the friends that we grew up with. And I think that also can play a part in it. I'm still really close with my friend group at home who I went to high school and elementary school with, but there is a lot of space and distance and it's almost like I come home and I plug into whatever they're doing. Right. And it's fine. But I would say, yeah, like, obviously, I've drifted from them when I'm apart from them. Mm. Um, But that distance can kind of be a benefit in some ways, I think, because you're not always together. And like, I just come in when I do. Um, But also, it it can also lead to losing more friends, I think, as well. Mm. Um, So there's like an interesting play there. Yeah. And I do question sometimes it's like, if we were still home and doing those the same things with those friends would we still be a part of that group mm. or are we still a part of that group now just because yeah. we only see them once a year that's a good yeah. point I did kind of think that when you guys said that was um if you were if you were there all the time would you still be like close friends or is it I know exactly what you mean they're the friends that you cannot see in ages and come back but you do the same things that you used to do it's not like you necessarily do like heaps of new things it's like you just slip back into like old ways of being and stuff with each other um but I've definitely had as well not I've never lived far away from um like my close group of friends but I've traveled a lot 
And I've even found when I've traveled and I've been away for a long time, some of the friends that you can kind of tell if they're true friends or not, if you have been away and you come back and they're either, um, you kind of feel a bit iced out, like, uh, like in the cold, um, or you feel like everything's back to normal and it was like you never left. But I yeah. feel like there's sometimes there's two different kinds of friends that you can have after you've been away. Yeah. And I mean, it's maybe one of the reasons we stay, like, I think I would still be friends with those friends, but I also agree with that point. Like, who knows if I would be, but I think also like, that's where the vulnerability comes in again. It's like mm-hmm. the thought of not having those friends to kind of root into at home is quite scary for me. And like, mm-hmm. makes me feel, would make me feel pretty lonely. I think yeah. when I go to think I don't have any of that friend base there Mm. Um, and again like like that goes into the triggering the loneliness like Mm. it's scary to think of not having any friends as an adult and like Mm -hmm. to think about how you're going to make friends as an adult Mm. it's it's really vulnerable like you said yeah yeah and there is lots of uh, like different kinds of friends that we can have so you guys might have those friends that are back in your like hometown that Maybe you you only see, as you said, like once, twice a year, but they still can be your friends. It's like it doesn't – I think it's good, at least for me, to remember that not everyone has to be like your best friend that you chat to every single day and like share everything with, but they can still be your friend. So I think it's nice when you can figure out those different kinds of friendships that you have um, and still valuing them even if they're not like a person that you talk to about everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in – diving into this idea of like why do we think us here why do we think it's so scary like why do you think we feel so scared of not having friends or like having to make friends you know like what what is that um I would say why I think okay so if I'm really trying to tune in as to why I think it's scary to think about having no friends is a I think just humans as we are a very social community driven beings and I think we thrive off community and we thrive off that connection and I think friends can give you things that family and your partners can't necessarily give you they're a different kind of relationship that I think is really essential for just you know living a happy life but it's interesting I mean I'm very I'm more comfortable in my own company now than I used to be as like a teenager Um, Mm -hmm. so I am more okay having less friends now as an adult, um, than I was when I was younger and I thought I had to have people around me all the time and have heaps of friends. Um, but I think maybe because I've spent more time with myself and I enjoy my own company more that I don't feel like as needy to have a ton of friends around me. I'd rather have friends who I really care about and care about me and only a few than having heaps that don't really care about me but there is still that fear there and I think it is I think it's that fear like at the end of the day that you're saying when I dive into my own experience I think it's a fear that I'm not good enough to have friends Mm. you know what I mean like I think that's the real root and essence of it. it. I'm afraid that, yeah, people aren't going to like me. And if Mm. I don't have friends, it's a reflection on me as a person. Mm. So I totally like what you said there of like, 
good point. You getting more comfortable with yourself and like trusting in your own worth and that you are good enough, then it's like you may not necessarily feel the pressure to make friends just for the sake of having friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you can kind of go back to what you're saying there, which I think we've all been saying is like, yeah, you want the quality, not the quantity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or like you were saying, like, it's okay to have different friends. Mm. Like, as I was saying, I've been feeling like I need to branch out. I need to make friends with the same values as me. Mm. And two years ago, I went and worked at Lululemon in hopes to make some friends with the same values. Yeah. I was only doing it part time and it was strictly to meet people. Mm. I didn't meet, I didn't meet anyone. I was really discouraged. Mm. And those girls may have been into the same things as me, but they weren't they weren't the type of girls I wanted to be friends with. (laughs) So, you know, I quit and I felt really like down and discouraged thinking Mm -hmm. like, this is my chance to meet a group outside of work that I'm really going to connect with on a, on another level. And that didn't happen. And like I said, at the beginning, I was in a bit of a rut at the beginning or the last couple of years, sorry. And this summer, um, surprisingly, because I'm not working, has was my chance to actually branch out mm. and I actually started to meet some girls who are very into the same things as me um we have the same values you know we I feel like that deeper connection mm. and you know we don't need to drink wine to have fun yeah. and, and to chat like we can you know go do a full moon ceremony together yeah and something my friends my other group of friends would make fun of you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's kind of funny that like, like you were saying, it's harder to make friends maybe now with everyone working from home. But for me, I was like, wow, like I actually finally branched out. Yeah. And I went and made this group of girls and I put myself out there. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's a good example of, because you had your, like a big group of friends from your work. So not being at work allowed you to like, yeah, branch out a little bit. That's cool. And I also was thinking about it as like, as women, you know, as opposed to when we're like girls, I suppose, like that kind of different shift as well, going from like a teenager to more of like an adult and a woman, as we're talking about, those connections are more important to me. And like, I want like friends mm-hmm. that are real women, do you know what I mean? And like, have yeah. really value that deep connection. And we're, I mean, we're all on the same page on, I guess, what we like, you know, nature, spirituality thing. But those friendships I find to be really very authentic but very genuine and so real like as you said wanting to do like a full moon ceremony that sounds amazing to me and I also would know people who are there would be you know I don't know people who are genuine and authentic and actually want to make connections which I think is super important yeah yeah Yeah. totally that was like when I messaged my friend not the not was it yeah no the last full moon I think it was yeah and like this is a new friend again like I we've maybe been friends for a month or two we met online oh cool it turned out we we both live in Whistler but we met online we were in a same the same online program together mm. and then we just started chatting and we we're like oh do you want it like I was like do you want to meet up in person mm. and since then it's like it was all about the school work at the beginning and you know it's just like progress like okay like she's a yoga teacher I'm trying to be a yoga teacher slash sometimes am Mm. um and then you know we're both into like a lot of the same things like the environment spirituality I just messaged her and was like hey do you want to do a full moon ceremony at the lake with me tonight she was like hell yeah 
like, let's chant, let's bring the singing bowls, let's do a meditation. <laughs> like, if I asked any of my other friends to do that with me, like, they would laugh in my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that was, like, a really good feeling to finally be like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm connecting with someone who, like, understands. And it, I feel <laughs> yeah. like I – sorry, just quick. I feel like what you just said made me realize I think the biggest thing is just wanting to be, like, wanting to be seen for who you are without any pretense so it's like oh my god finding friends who see you for you without having to like put on this bullshit of like a facade that you're someone else or like like trying to dim your own light to make other people feel comfortable pretty much yeah agreed Agreed. yeah you want to be just like totally in your truth like Mm. authentically in your truth and people to you want the people who are also doing the same and yeah. And like you said at the beginning, Chantal, it's aligned. You want aligned friendships that align with your values. And yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, were you scared when you, <laughs> when you reached out to her? Did you already kind no. of know? Like, no, she, like I, like, I assumed she would be down for it. Like yeah. I wasn't scared at all. That's, that's the thing. I wasn't scared. And like, that's, you know, like, I feel like, like you said, dimming your own light in front of people because of judgment. Mm-hmm. And what I do, I feel like a lot of the time, you know, I want to put myself out there and I want to do these certain things, but I'm like scared. I'm scared I'm going to be judged by people yeah. because they just think it's a hoax or like whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. that's just what they are. Like, they don't agree with that. That's not their path. So I do hold myself back a lot from things that I want to do. So now like, yeah, like I wasn't scared, but any other time I probably would have been, mm-hmm. but that, that connection now I feel has like, I just feel so much lighter mm, yeah. making that connection yeah. and I feel like ready to like try and open myself up more, you know, and be like, yeah. no, I don't care what that group thinks. Yeah. Like yes. this is me. <laughs> I also, I want to go back quickly, Roxy, to what you were saying mm-hmm. about you crave like connections with like real women. Mm-hmm. Cause I really like resonated with that. Yeah. Um, and I think I was thinking about it. I think we're all raised in a society now where women are raised to be so competitive with one another and like, you know, there's, you hear it all the time. Like I used to say this a lot in high school, like, Oh, I just don't get along with girls. I get along with guys. And like, I've said that a lot my whole life too. And now it's funny. Yeah. So just to quickly not to cut you off is yeah. Like I've always had more guy friends than girlfriends. Right. Yeah. But lately it's like, Oh, I want a feminine connection. I want that feminine energy. Yeah. Now. And that's what I'm craving more. I'm like, screw the guys. Like, I want to hang out with the girls. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I want to do yeah. what you said. Like, I want to go into the forest with women and, like, exactly <laughs> yes. that. Like, the divine yeah. feminine energy. We are like, empowering. Yeah. <laughs> Woo hoo. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It's so true, though. And I, I felt that as well. Like, that real, yeah, that women connection. And it's so nice. And just even thinking about it, I'm like, I just feel good. <laughs> it's yeah. I think it, but I also feel like when you have those really quality connections with other women, to me it feels like almost ancient that kind of connection of like mm-hmm. those circle of women and like not being con- not being com- competitive, sorry, but being very connected. It feels so much better because when you're yeah. super catty and competitive with other women, it's just like you're bringing each other down and it's not nice and it's not you know it's not really doing anything um yeah so kind of going the opposite is yeah super nice 
Yeah. And I feel like almost, you know, this podcast feels like that. And I hope like it does for like when women are listening to it too. But even right now, like, you know, the three of us just here chatting through this, it it has that energy, you know, that feminine circle and connection. Um, Totally. Yeah. So like, I guess we could switch to now, like, how do we find that? Just gave like her example there of how she did it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could like, I could give a few more of what I've used recently that I've found. Like, I mean, like I said, like in the past, I feel it's been you know, meeting people at a bar, meeting people at a party, like, or meeting people through friends of friends, you know, college, high school, like whatever. Mm -hmm. But now making those actually more authentic connections. Um, Yeah, it's like, you know, I signed up for a life and yoga, um, a life and yoga coaching course Mm -hmm. online, which is how I met my friend, Sarah. Mm -hmm. I'll just say her name because she won't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, which is how I met her. And um, like I said, like I attempted the Lululemon thing, which could work for some some people, mm-hmm. didn't for me. Mm-hmm. But I also recently started reaching out to people that I say had only met once and realized, okay, we're kind of in the same into the same things. Like for uh, for instance, I met um, this girl that was in that just started to bike. And I just met her like very briefly through a friend of a friend. And then she served me one day uh, at a restaurant. And I just like threw myself out there and I was like, hey, do you want to go biking with me one day? And then like, you know, we did like, and I also just signed up for um, Ariel Silks. Oh, yeah. Cool. I've seen you do that. That's so cool. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is an opportunity to meet people like that are into that kind of thing as well. Mm. And I think just, yeah, it's about like putting yourself into activities that that you're going to find other people that obviously are into the same things as that, or, you know, joining those online. There's a lot of right now, especially like there's a lot of online groups you can join mm. a lot of forums and, um, you know, like live interactions, like small courses that we can join to actually meet people these yeah. days. Like it's becoming normal to meet people online. Yeah. Yeah. I think from my, like, outside perspective listening to Chantel right now this is exactly like why I wanted her to talk about this you can see like there's a fearless like you have this like fearlessness from my outside perspective I've always seen it mine too yeah yeah (laughs) and like that's I think when you get to the root of what you're saying it's like you have to put yourself out there yeah yeah you do (laughs) which Chantel is like in my opinion very good at like she does just like ask the person like bring it up you know like you're you're doing that and that's no matter what like you're only going to get to that point by like taking the risk of putting yourself out there Mm. and asking the person if they want to do it or reaching out to someone um for my I'll I'll jump into my examples because it's kind of funny and along (laughs) the same lines I moved to this, the town I'm living in, in like December, January. Mm-hmm. So I also was like, okay, I'm going to be here. So I want a root. I want community. I want that circle of women who are like my really good friends. Um, so I, you know, was thinking like, how can I do it? So right before COVID started, I made a group on meetup on the app. Oh yeah. And uh, what did I call it? I called it like looking for good girlfriends to explore with. My heart. <laughs> Which my partner made a lot of fun of me about because he's like, you know what 
that sounds like, right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not getting friends from that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're putting yourself out there. That's yeah. Right. Putting myself out there. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I made that group and a lot of people joined it, which, first of all, shows you, like, people want the same thing. Like, yeah, there were yeah. a ton of it was all women because I, you know, I explicitly wrote that. It, it was a photo of uh, Phoebe, Rachel, and um, oh, Monica yeah. was the photo of the group. But anyway, there was a lot of girls who joined it, which shows you like girls are looking for the same thing, you know, yeah. in my community even. And I'm sure it's the same. Yeah. Um, but not really anyone like replied to my message about, okay, like, what should we do first? And I had ideas on there, like, go hiking, go to brunch, like, go yeah. do yoga, have some wine, like, you know, all the things I like, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, one one girl messaged me and she said, hey, like, I'm actually, I'm doing a workshop on, it was a life coaching workshop today at a yoga studio, if you want to come and we could meet. And I, I was like, oh, well, I'm actually going to that studio later for a meditation. She's like, oh, me too. Like, I'll see you there. So cool. So, and she'll obviously know who she is if she's listening. I don't know if she does, but she'll be fine with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we met and like instantly hit it off. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up going out for wine the next week and like so realized nice. we had so much in common and like we we were into all the same stuff and like same thing you're saying it was someone I knew I could be authentically myself around like I didn't have to hide right um so yeah like I I made you know one good friend from that group which is really like what I was looking for is at least to have someone you know and then COVID happened and like you know, I had a Bumble BFF account and stuff. And I like one of those as well. <laughs> after <laughs> COVID, it's sort of, you know, I've seen her like a few times, but it hasn't been as easy. So that's mm. definitely been hard. But people made fun of me for putting myself out there. I did it and it did work. So I think that is what it comes down to. I think that's awesome. I really like that you guys both have done the online thing. I haven't personally done it, but I would definitely be open to doing it. And it's funny because as you're talking, I'm getting all like, like giggly and like, oh my gosh, it feels like it's like dating. <laughs> it's like for friends, yeah. right? Yeah. The Bumble BFF thing might've been like a little bit too much for me, but I was like, <laughs> and also I was like, I do have a lot of friends. It's not like I need anymore, but it's like, like I said, like that connection, mm-hmm. I want that authentic connection yeah. with people yeah. with the same values. So maybe if I came across someone who I was like, yes. Mm. they are the person I would have wrote them but it was just kind of like everyone's profiles are read I was like okay I already have that in a friend I already have that yeah. in a friend <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like not what you're really looking for but, but I'm yeah. going to town for sure yeah I think a very good thing to do definitely I think it really it's like yeah you there's all and people know about doing these things too it's just like I think you have to know you're gonna have to be the person to make the first mm. move almost that's like, what I mean. yeah you have to put yeah. like you would if you're going on a first date the same kind of things apply and I think it really comes down to vulnerability so being vulnerable and trying to let go of that judgment so judgment of yourself and of others and just going in there and and really and knowing why you want to make friends as well, I think yeah. it's good. Like, why are you wanting to make these connections? And that will become really clear when you're talking to these other people as well. But I also think that 
you know, I knew before we started this episode, obviously you can go online and you can do these meetups and all these kind of things to, to make friends, but hearing it and hearing that other people actually do it and they have made friends is very encouraging. So I think if other people, you know, might be listening and have wanted to sign up to that course or wanted to do this thing or whatever, but are a little bit scared or whatever, hopefully they can hear that, especially you guys have done it and have made friends out of it, a bit encouraging to actually take that step um, in finding friends as an adult. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And another thing I wanted to touch on was kind of the same thing that Sarah had had done with the meetup, but Mm. a girl in... Whistler area had also kind of started the same thing but on fa- on the like the Facebook group the yep. Whistler Facebook group wow. and I I think she called it like girl something girls night anyways and it was for people to come and make new friends and she had started it so that every week or maybe it was month a month or once a week I can't remember but it was a different person's house so you would offer to be the host for that night oh. never bring a bottle of wine and food and it was kind of a way for it was a girl's thing it was a way for the girls to connect and meet each other and you know see if you can find someone connect with and um I I was planning on going but it always ended up being a night I worked and then COVID hit so I never got to go but I also think doing something like that Mm. is a great idea and the amount of girls that are in that group on Facebook because I still get the posts all the time are there's a lot so like you guys said there's a lot of people looking for the same thing you know yeah it's just a matter of putting your, making yourself and vulnerable. I guess yeah. like doing, once you do that, like make the group or join the group and like reach out to people in the group or whatever, you're kind of getting rid of a lot of that vulnerability. Like just by taking yeah. that first step, you're like putting yourself fully out there. Um, and, and then like people just know where you're coming from. It's not like you have to like try and make friends and like, hide that you're trying to make friends with them right yeah like don't want them to know your intention (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's like no I'm feeling lonely I need some girlfriends in my life like help me out here (laughs) it's such a that's so true and I think also just I think it's good sometimes as well if you can find that courage for you to take that step to even make that Facebook group or join that group or whatever it is is great because if you always have that thing of somebody else will start it or somebody else is going to do it, you might be waiting forever. So it is good to you to take a little bit of initiative because I know I've been a bit like that, like you're a bit passive with it. Oh, like I'll find friends if they come to me or if I'm at the same thing and it's all, you're not really taking charge of it. But I feel like if you take a little bit of action as well, yeah, it's it's just making it clear that you want to make friends. Yeah, you're putting it out there. You're putting it out there. And there's also just to get rid of any of that shame or stigma around like wanting to make friends, as we spoke about before, well, that I mentioned, humans crave connection and community. And it's a super normal thing for us to have. And especially, um, you know, being, I think, also in a relationship and having, you know, friends that are or doing things that are outside of your relationship is really important so to have friends um and all that kind of stuff I think it's Mm -hmm. good just to yeah have those different kind of connections in your life yeah Mm -hmm. and definitely like along with the shame as well you're right like getting rid of that stigma because also in the world we live in now where everyone is traveling and living in different places than where they grew up I think it's more the norm than not that people 
are looking for friends because they're living in places where they don't necessarily have that ties or they've grown up like we were saying and their values have changed. I, yeah, I like that you said that it's normalizing it. Everyone wants friends. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree. Like I know one of my four core values is community. Mm. I know Sarah, one of Sarah's four core values is community. I can imagine one of yours is too. Yeah. So and I know a lot of the people I've worked with through my life in yoga coaching, that one of their core values is community. Yeah. So I think we, I can say a lot of people do value community. Mm. So why, yeah, why isn't it more normal mm. to make friends yeah. or to put your out there? Exactly. And I mean, to be honest, like us doing this podcast, Sarah, we've done lots of other topics before that are a bit, sometimes a bit taboo or a bit like, you know, people are feel a bit weird talking about them. This is another episode that we're chatting about this and we're trying to get rid of that stigma and make it, it you know, normalize it, which I think it really should, you know, it should be. I mean, we're all friends and yeah, we live <laughs> on opposite sides of the world. And so you can have so many different kinds of friendships. And I think it really comes down to at the end of the day, not being so fearful of judgment of yourself or what others are going to think of you, putting yourself out there and just trying Like not every time, as Chantel said, like not every time that you try something to get, you know, to make new friends is going to work. But Mm -hmm. when you do find it, you will feel so much better and you will feel like that weight's kind of lifted off your shoulders if you're really craving that community. So hopefully this has been helpful to people who are listening. (laughs) I think so. I think, yeah, first step, just say it out loud. If you feel like you want more friends or new friends just like admit it to yourself and to the world yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then uh take action (laughs) yeah yeah definitely well guys I think this was a brilliant episode (laughs) I feel like I just want to go and join all the groups now and make all the new friends (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) and I guess like too like just before we sign off I want to say in COVID, it's obviously not as easy, like depending where you are, mm. what your situation is to be yeah. seeing friends, which makes it hard. But even like seeing friends virtually, like yeah. doing this podcast yeah. every couple of weeks, like I find it very healing for me because I get to like talk to my friend, me right? Too. Yeah. So even like doing that, like phone calls with Chantel, like doing whatever it is for you that you can do virtually, like even mm. that can help yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, even one of the new friends I made, I haven't even met. She lives in Australia. I think she lives kind of near Euroxy. She lives, oh, I forget the town, but it's like, it's near Sydney, like up the coast a bit. Yeah. And I haven't met her in person at all, but we met through that same course Mm. and we FaceTime each other. We, you know, like we've never even met and we're not even in the course anymore, but like we've kept that connection. That's so cool. And it's like, yeah. So it's like, it doesn't have to be an in-person friend to still have a connection. (laughs) Yeah. that's a great point I think um yeah just especially these days as you said with COVID finding friends and and doing things virtually is is easier as well and it still requires a level of vulnerability but you know a bit less so because it's not in person so if you're kind of struggling at the moment if you're under super harsh lockdown um like laws or whatever is going on in your country um try online as well yeah yeah well, thanks, Chantel, for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. great to have your input. And, um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to The Mindful and The Messy. If you'd like to keep in touch, you can find us on Instagram. 
Roxy Rogan, which is R-O-G-A-N, and Sarah is at Sacred by Sarah. Thanks so much and talk again soon. 